0: Oh we're back. Big Blue United podcast. Holla at your boy boy. New camera on album out. Dan and Colin are here. Colin, there is a new camera on album out. That's the big news this this week. Nothing about a Giants Cowboys game.
1: It really is. I didn't know that. Oh actually you know, I saw a billboard on the way to the stadium with my dad when we were stuck in traffic for it took three hours to drive to the stadium. It was the most nightmarish situation. Mm -hmm that we've ever seen and this was worse than tj and i drove from brooklyn to the same cowboys monday night game and didn't get in until i think the beginning of the second quarter yeah sounds about right the reason that time was worse is because we stood online for every bit of 40 minutes just trying to get in this time my dad and i got in really quick anyway back to cameron i saw the billboard i guess um there's a, a tour, it's three-headed monster, it's Cameron, Jadakiss, and I couldn't see who the other person was. But that's pretty
0: so that's pretty awesome. promising. After yeah. that uh that that battle they had, kiss and uh Dipset versus uh uh not D block uh uh the locks. Yeah. Um that's pretty sick. Yeah, but new Cameron album. A track produced it. It's called You Wasn't There. Thanks to Cameron, our sponsor this week. Um <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, oh, boy. But no, uh, shout out to our sponsors, real quick. DraftKings, as always, that's where you want to go when you want to place your bets. Uh, you know, sports gambling and regular gambling, you can do both there. Uh, so check it out. Promo code TPPN and also Raycon headphones, the awesome purple headphones that you can customize uh, for your listening pleasure and listen to some interesting music. Because um, probably want to avoid the nfl podcast this week if you can um that being said uh you know colin was at the game he alluded to that i want, want to talk to you about atmosphere the whiteout the crowd um talk about the game overall um but i think first things first i think we might want to shout out our boy sterling shepherd uh victim to the horrendous uh, turf that has existed and persists to exist uh, in the Meadowlands—it's um, just brutal, man. One of one of the you know fan favorites—a guy that works really hard, a guy that's about the team—just cannot catch a break um, and keeps getting broken. <laughs> uh, uh, he was probably by default our best wide receiver, uh, and uh, it sucks for the team. It sucks for us as fans, and it, and it really sucks for him. So. Um, Hopefully, there's a silver lining. I've yet to hear it. Um, thoughts?
1: Well, uh, so that happened, you know, usually in the, in the, the Hartman experience at Giants games. Uh, there gets to become a certain point in the game where we can no longer tolerate what we're seeing. Yes. And, you know, those who are listening, oh, you're not, you know, we, leave, we left early. Long story short, we left early. Uh, <laughs> got eight, there late, left early. Yeah, got there late, left early because there was eight minutes left in the game. And my dad and I looked at each other and we said, nothing good is going to happen after we leave right now. We were correct. And I was solidified by it when I saw the text from TJ saying that Shep was done. Um, and then seeing the replay was just absolutely wild because there was nobody in the in the camera frame for 10 yards and he just was running straight and then he fell on the ground and somehow it's an ACL tear when he wasn't even making a a cut which I'm confused by. And then you, as we talked about earlier today and via to text was Odell coming out and basically being like enough is enough right now, folks. Uh the fact that not every stadium is playing on grass is insane um to paraphrase because yeah i get it owners are cheap and they care about the bottom line more than anything else just like any other american ceo but i have to imagine- well you know what I-,
0: I would argue that it's not just like any other american ceo when arguably your number one product is being put in danger because of your unwillingness to put the proper field out i think a true uh CEO would would realize oh if I want to keep the best product on the field I want to make sure they're healthy as much as I can so maybe I won't endanger our lives from jogging Uh, well uh,
1: yes and I agree with that 1000 percent the one point that I saw on on Twitter today uh, against the idea of, of going to grass at MetLife Stadium in particular is the fact that there's two teams that play at it and how much more difficult that makes it because it's not as if the stadium is used on average every other week. It's used every single week. So, yes, that does make it that much more difficult to maintain. But when you have two different organizations with grounds crew, it's not just the same – it's not the same – actually, I'm not even sure if that's the case. I think there's two different grounds crews for both teams. And if that is the case, then you've just got double the – the force to actually maintain it, like just spend a little more money. I mean, do you remember it, it was, I think it was 2000 or 2001. They tried, it was that turnover year where, uh, not, not ton in cheek. It was the turnover year in terms of like going from the old astroturf to the, whatever the newest, um, uh, you know, modern day turf was, they had the one year, the one season of grass at giant stadium. And it ruled. I mean, yeah, there were some times later in the season where it got like pretty shoddy and was looking like Soldier Field, whatever. Fix it. You got all the money in the world. You're, you're the, uh, I think the Giants are in the top 10 most valuable sports teams on
0: the planet yeah. or yeah. close to it. What's the problem? Some elbow grease. You know, we've been talking about it a lot, but me and you, we're, we're lawnmen. You know, we know how it goes, we know how landscaping works. Uh, and we're just noobs, you know, these guys are professionals. They can make it happen. And also as you particularly, we know, Colin in the, in England, in the premier league in Europe, they all play on natural field surfaces and they all play multiple games a week. Yep. Um, there's, you know, they might be traveling, but there's, there's usually more than one game a week, especially if you're in the champions league, um, you know, other, uh, international events. Um, they have they hold concerts and stuff, you know, at, at, at these, these, they figured out, they figured a way to do it. Um and it is not even an argument. You know, the the pros have spoken that surface, even in the best case scenario, isn't good. Um and and, and the argument for weather yeah. should be null and void because it happens so infrequently. There's so many indoor stadiums. And when it does happen, that's why people love football, at least initially, is for the elements, the mud, a dirty jersey, some grass stains. That adds to the entire you know, vibe of of the sport that distinguishes it
1: from its peers. There's even less of an excuse in, in terms of the scheme of, uh, of talking about English Premier League. There are many stadiums over there that use the hybrid style. There's real grass and the hybrid stuff together. So there's already a template in place to be able to go and use that. And if, I mean, I don't know what it's going to take, but wait, I have a question.
0: What? So the hybrid stuff, like more high traffic areas or is it just dispersed evenly? Cause if they did that for the giants, they would just, they could put the same grass in, in the end zone and they wouldn't have to change it ever. Cause they're, they're never in it.
1: Uh, you know? Yeah. Well, so they got, they'd have to change it often because the other team is usually
0: in it. Well, our defense is pretty good right now. A lot of yeah. field goals. If there was yeah. grass on the, you know, the crossbar, the field goals, they might have to change that a lot. I'd even say, I mean, I, I don't know this,
1: this, you know, the the grass science of things, but like, even if you're looking at, the high traffic areas like say right down the middle between the hash marks, say that was the pure grass area. And then the outside you're using the hybrid, you get to save some money, but then you're also trying to, to get well, I think better.
0: it'd be reversed. I think, I think, or,
1: or the other way around.
0: Yeah. Because, oh, oh,
1: because of the cutting and stuff like
0: that. Just because it would get worn down mm. you know, on the hashes. Uh, so it'd be a little hybrid there. Um, any case, the important thing is how can we tie this back to Dave Gettleman?
1: Uh, well, funny enough, I don't know if you can because that's the one thing that he couldn't ah. get his grubby little hands on.
0: Colin, Colin, Jurassic Five? What? Uh, what is it? You're either part of the problem or you're part of the sol- solution. Uh, What's your contribution to life? Yes. Well. So was he, he was yeah. definitely not part of the solution. No, so, no. Shame on you yeah Cape Cod Dave yeah. anyway, um this is all of us displacing our anger in different ways for the loss of Sterling Shepherd a true a true giant um hopefully find a way to make it back if not, you know you'd be a great coach uh I'm sure I'm sure that's in the cards or yeah. you know the the victor Cruz route of uh becoming a personality uh
1: yeah the the shame the, like the thing that really made me sad is I saw a license plate guy uh tweet and and uh, post on IG uh in so many words just like if if this was that if that was his last game it was great to have you and it's just like you know it probably was
0: it's a uh, real possibility the amount of injuries he sustained in this period of time um it's it's definitely not out of the question unfortunately it sucks so
1: bad but let's talk about the game in general yeah let's talk about the and- game
0: um you know, we can start wherever you want. I, I think, you know, that this week, the big talk, it, you know, it's always revolving around Daniel Jones. I think we discussed it last week where it was, you know, Daniel Jones is going to have to outplay Cooper Rush to really, you know, even be in a discussion of, of being a viable member of the team. Um, and he didn't do that, but people are saying he played a great game, which I would, is arguable point. And the real fault lies on the offensive line. So they've set up this, Discussion, you know, is it Daniel Jones's fault or is it the supporting cast's fault? Um, I guess you could assume where I come down on. Uh, I agree that he didn't have, there's not much of a supporting cast right now, but he's also not playing to the level he should be as a franchise quarterback. So um, what are your thoughts on on his performance? I'll give you quick, quick stats. He was 20 for 37. Didn't break 200 yards passing, 196 yards passing, um, uh, f- average five yards per throw. One interception, which wasn't his fault. That was a David Sills slip. Uh sacked five times, 41 QBR. Uh, and just to juxtapose it to Cooper Rush, who also had mediocre numbers, but which looks stellar <laughs> in comparison. Uh 21 for 31, 215 yards, 6.9 yards uh per per throw, uh I mean, per, per completion, one touchdown, zero sacks, 68 QBR.
1: Yeah, the difference there was is that he wasn't touched. Um, yeah. I know that Kayvon and Aziz were on pitch counts each. Um, but even when I watched all 19 of Kavon's uh pass rushing plays, someone
0: posted it on Oh Twitter. good. I was hoping to see something like that.
1: Yeah, it was um he had he had probably 3 plays out of the 19 that actually affected the play itself which is not good. Um, his best play is when he deflected that one pass that was almost still caught by... Uh, oh, was it D.D. Lamb or, or or whoever the hell it was? C.D. CD yeah, that was
0: one it. of the, the slightest um, deflections I've ever seen. Yeah. But, but he but shattered he, it out.
1: He got there. It, it was a yeah. good play. He also... Uh, he undercut a block and went inside and put uh, some heavy pressure on Rush, who then... Had to rush his throw. Yeah, yeah, go figure. Um, I don't believe he completed the pass because of it. So that's cool. But I think, and I I told my dad ahead of time, I was just like, listen, I, I don't have any expectations for either of these guys for this game and maybe the next game because they're not going to round into form for a couple of weeks. It's yeah. going to be the Ziminez and the well, if Jihad Ward uh, mm-hmm. fixes his knee issue, whatever that is. Then Not that he's that. a pass rush specialist by any means, but he was Manning uh, the, the the you know the other side. Sure. Um, I mean, it's going to be that that show. It's going to be the first couple of weeks just going forward with a sprinkling of of the guys uh, of the new the rookie and and uh, the second year guy. Um, yeah,
0: I mean. Yeah, a little bit off the, the Daniel Jones versus offensive line target, but uh, just yeah. to echo what you're saying about uh, getting to the opposing team's quarterback, same. I think, especially for Kayvon, first professional game, you know, uh, now, wait, wait, yeah, he doesn't, this is his first game, right? This is yep, a, yeah, this is his debut. Um, definitely like if this is him, full of capabilities, then that's a problem. We need oh, yeah. impact and we need him to be dynamic and, to be attracting double teams. Um, yeah, it was, was really a non-factor of this game. Uh, but you know, like you said, hopefully chalk it up to, you know, getting back into shape, uh, getting used to the, the, the pace of the game, uh, and, and learning, you know, how to be a pro, uh, yeah. Aziz, Aziz was more impactful, I, I would, I would say, uh, but still not, not to the level we were hoping preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he was in the mix. Uh, I didn't see any stats for his, uh, you know, like the metric the Giants like to use, the affecting a quarterback. Not necessarily only pressures, but just an ability to affect the quarterback. Um, but we had,
1: uh, we had nothing. There, there was no there was really nothing whatsoever. There was no, no sacks.
0: Got, no one got close,
1: right? No one got close. There was not one person that actually – well, what was weird about that too, and this must have been part of the game plan from Wink, uh, there were times where I thought Wink was not doing what he was doing the last couple of weeks. And the perfect example of that was is we did not see really any uh, safety or cornerback blitzes. Mm. I, I, I didn't really notice anything. And I thought that was kind of part of – well, in retrospect, I'm just thinking back, Rush got the, the ball out, I think, the quickest of any quarterback in the league this past mm. week, okay. which maybe was something that Wink was anticipating because what's the point of rushing a cornerback or a safety – if you know the ball's coming out in two seconds. There yeah. probably isn't much because they have the, the furthest to go unless they're rushing from the center. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I,
0: I would say the defensive plan is hard to necessarily suss out based on the injuries, the lack of Leonard Williams. Hey, guys. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of music, a lot of stuff I used to listen to back in the day, some punk rock, some uh, propaganda. Uh, some newer stuff like turnstile, you know, stuff that really rips, you know, fits my personality. Uh, And it's been great. And one of the reasons it's been great is because I have my uh, new Raycon wireless earbuds. Um, Really excellent, excellent earbuds. Um, They look, they feel, they sound better than ever, really. Um, They have optimized gel tips that fit in your ear perfectly. A lot of times I have problems getting my earbuds to get in my ear and stay in them. Um, They don't budge. They're good for running. Uh, they're good for moving around. They're good for pacing as you uh, watch the Giants uh, uh, play every, every weekend. Um, you can get your earbuds in and not have to listen to uh, Joe Buck call the game. You can just, just put on uh, you know, Bob Papa or, or, or maybe just um, some heavy metal to get you through it. Um, and, and they'll get you covered. You know They have eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life. Uh, and, and the price is right. Uh, you get you know, super high-quality audio for half the price of some of those larger brands that you may have heard of, uh, you know, advertised, uh, uh, more frequently, uh, in traditional outlets. Um, and, and, check it out for yourself. Their, their reviews are out there. 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, just talking about how great these earbuds are. And I, I can attest to that as well. Um, and some other things you know you guys might appreciate is, is you can customize the sound profile on your headphone itself, which I love. Uh, you can you can really bring out the bass, articulate that, you know, cut down on the, on the treble if it's a little fizzy. Um, you know, make it right for the genre of music you listen to. If I'm listening to rap, I want it one way. If I'm listening to metal, I want it a different way. Um, this also got the, the tap functions on to start and stop your, your music or your, your podcast right on the on the side or right next to your ear. Um, and awareness mode, which is great if you're if you're running or, or outside doing stuff. You can uh, put in awareness mode, and it allows a little bit of transparency uh, to get through to the earphone, uh, get through from your outside to your ear, uh, which is crucial if you don't want to get run over or anything like that. Um, so I use my, my, my Raycons for, you know, in the office, listening to music, listening to pods, outside, yard work, running. Um, it's a really great earbud, really great price. So uh, if you're interested, I highly recommend it. Go to buyraycon.com today. Use the code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Rycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com, code TPPN15. Um, let's just keep going about defense and we'll come back to the offense Yes, yeah, this point. Yes, yes. But, uh, I think, you know, considering Cooper Rush is the quarterback, I, I think there probably wasn't emphasis in stopping the run like there has been the past couple weeks um, for the Giants' defensive plan. They were just unable to do so, really, with the lack of Leonard Williams, which was, was evident. Uh, that was
1: astounding I, how evident it was, actually. I mean, we've been talking uh, not not poorly about the man, poorly about his contract, but this yeah. was the most obvious game that I've seen since he's been a Giant where he when he wasn't in, it was so obvious he, he wasn't in.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I don't think it it you know qualifies the contract as being good, but it shows the importance of him as a player yes. in in this team. Um yeah, they they got gashed in the run game. The total gave a hundred total of 176 rushing yards. There was the the Zeke touchdown, Tony Pollard busted that huge run open. Um, you know, was to start the was it the second quarter or second half? I can't recall. Yeah, I think it was the second uh, half. And uh yeah, they they couldn't stop him. I think we we shouted out, you know, stopping Tony Pollard is going to be an issue for this team that has almost like the equivalent of no linebackers. Um, and I think that was the problem, too. I was I was watching some some film back, and, and Dexter Lawrence had a big game, yeah. uh, had really to step up. And I think he did. He's just not getting anyone filling the gaps. Um, but what do you expect with the linebacking crew that we the inside linebacking crew that we it's, have right now. It's
1: funny you say that because I have to unfortunately uh come down hard on uh on your, your Danbury boy, Austin Caletro, um on that big run. That yeah. big Tony Pollard run. He uh yeah. he tried to make a move. You probably saw the same replay. He went he had poor gap discipline and he didn't stay in an in assignment play and he tried to make a uh a, a risky um last minute change of plans kind of thing. And it, it, that's what blew it out the hole. And he was just like gone. And it was because of him. That's what and, she said. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, that bummed me out uh, quite a bit. And plus it was the same old song and dance that we've seen since, since basically Jason Witten days, the, the over the middle seam and, and uh, like kind of those mid, those shallow to mid flat passes we're there
0: all game all day, all day. Um, yeah. I, I think we had a good game out of a Dory Jackson and Julian love again. Um, McKinney made a player too. he did. Um, but Tay Crowder, you know, not going to get it done. Kalitra is not going to get it done. Um, you know, that, that's what we sort of expected. It did. any Micah McFadden got in there. It did um, Rookie, you know, fifth round pick, right. Sixth round pick. Yeah, Fourth round like pick. That. Um, you know, given that, still a pretty good performance, right? In the, in, in this modern NFL, holding you know, the Cowboys to 23 yards, it could have been worse. There was that huge CD Lamb drop. Um, then CD had his revenge on the team, which is to be expected. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, to win consistently in the NFL, you're gonna have to score more than 20 points, and that's been a problem for us for. The entire Daniel Jones era, I would say, yeah. except for like the first three games he started back in 2019. Um, so holding C.D. Lamb to 87 yards, 20, 215 yards passing, is pretty good. That's okay. pretty good, That's good for no pass rush yeah. whatsoever. It's great. I mean, you can't you can't ask more for more from the talent, like you said oh. the other day in the text is they're they're squeezing juice from rocks or whatever. Yeah. Um. So again, like. In the loss, still sort of tipping my hat to the 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 coaching staff, the coordinators, uh, and let's let's talk about the offense a little bit. Um, like I said, that 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 argument versus Daniel Jones versus the talent around him, um, the stats aren't great. Saquon busted that 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 one run uh, for what was that like 30, 30 plus yards, which was beautiful. Yards. Yeah, beautiful cutback, um, beautiful read, um, decent yeah. blocking. They they opened it up in the middle um again i think it was a great play call is is probably another one of those scenarios where they set that play up with prior plays um but uh outside of that one run daniel jones was the offense with his nine carries for 79 yards and like two of those were designed the rest were just scramble scenarios um just you know shep goes down the next leading receivers saquon with 45 yards uh, Kenny Galladay's soul just left him on the field. Uh, he,
1: uh, he can't speak another word to anybody about how he deserves to play ever again. Uh, that was the game
0: that did it. I mean, people are saying, you know, it's the the common thing with uh, the big time players in New York. They put too much pressure on themselves to do too much. I think that's a crock. Um, I think he's, he's, he's cooked, man. He's washed. Totally. Uh, he was, probably an above average player in his Detroit days made much better by a Great uh, quarterback yeah a Stafford in his prime um but forget you know he's he's a what was he he's, a, he's not a he's a 1a prospect that came out he was a size speed prospect didn't have any you know true differentiating skills aside from being tall and, and being fast. He probably lost a step or two. He's never been able to separate. Um, and we don't have a quarterback that can put it right exactly where it needs to be. Um, and even if he does, he, he might drop it. Uh, yeah. Just Kenny to get out of my face. you He's going to have to have more opportunities. He's the only healthy wide receiver on the team.
1: Well, it, it seems that, and it was talked about today, uh, I think Slayton's going to be leaned on quite a bit in the coming weeks.
0: For sure. For That's, sure. I mean – Richie James is doing his damnedest.
1: You know, <laughs> I, I want to give a big shout out to that guy because he and I was I, I remember saying the words right out of my mouth to my dad, too, is just that. He's the one guy that's coming in day in, day out and actually performing like he's he's being asked to do something and he's doing it.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean he's not spectacular. He's fast as hell, which is great, but yeah. he's doing what he's supposed to do, which is like, oh, that's wonderful. And And he's, yeah. you know, staying out there. Yeah.
0: I'm just waiting for him to to throw a few balls. I know I know he used to be a quarterback at some point, and he's been he's thrown a few passes. Oh, I didn't know days, that. Like 49ers, yeah. Interesting. I think that's you know something the Giants try to do is get wide receivers that can throw as well because we don't have a quarterback. Well,
1: um, I mean, I, I don't think we'll we'll probably never see Tony play the f- on on our team ever again. So, I oh yeah, we we'll should, get
0: there. We'll get. We there. should we should move on to the next wide receiver who can throw. Yeah, I I would say in order to have fun moving forward offensively from a skill position standpoint. I would love to see obviously Wandell on the field, Uh, obviously see Tony on the field, but I think now's a great time for your boy, Daniel Bellinger to, to make his, you know, make a statement next week, be a primary receiver, Um, you know, show off that athleticism. It's a great opportunity for, for, for a guy like him to, uh, to you know, show why there's that draft equity placed, um, and picking him up. Uh, you know, we could use a blocking tight end, but I think that's that's far gone. Um, so well, he's been doing that. It was he a great game. He had a, much. a decent game. Forty yards receiving. You know, four for five on targets. Um, got to utilize what you got. Um, so let's talk about the offensive line real quick. Um, they you know, put the game on themselves. They and the defensive line put the games on themselves, sort of. Um I saw statements saying that the offensive line didn't perform as they wished. The defensive line didn't get the pressure like they wished. Um offensive line was was awful. Especially the the interior um looked real bad. Uh and and Evan Neal um growing pain. had a you know welcome to the NFL game in a big way. Demarcus Lawrence you know is older but still a a, you a know, force a force of a, a veteran that knows exactly how to play, you know, a young rookie like that. Um, if you don't have sound fundamentals, if you're not totally buttoned up, you're going to get exploited. And, and he certainly did. Um, you know, people are, are are already starting to say he might be a bust. It's, it's no, far that, too early. I think we've learned that uh, yeah, you can't foolish. do it. Yeah. That's, that's, um, a, that's a
1: fool's errand saying that sort of thing at this point.
0: The impression I get from Neil is, you know, he is uh, a smart, a smart player, someone that, I would assume and I, I hope that he will learn from an experience like this and, and only grow from it. Uh, but you know, really tough performance from him. Um, and he
1: said it himself. He was, he yeah. was asked, he was like, have you ever played a game that poorly? I don't know who asked him, but they had the balls to do it. And he was just like, no, no. And then he like, he, it was about 10 seconds. And he was just like worst game I've ever played in, in my entire football playing career from pop one or till now. And, you know, that is something you learn from. And he is the kind of guy with the pedigree that, you know, I mean, he was the IMG Academy as in high school through Alabama. Like he's, he's huge. He's smart. He's going to figure it out. If Andrew Thomas can turn it around, which by the way, Andrew Thomas is still the only bright spot on this line. And it's a damn shame that no one knows it because he is, he was, when What was that, that um, graphic that I sent earlier? There was three guys below him uh, through three weeks of the season, all at 84% uh, of the offensive line grade, and he's at 90. That, he's like far and above the best out of everybody else, which is just like I, – I mean, it's not a shame because this team was never going to do anything great, but it makes me feel good that once there's some guys around him and around whoever's playing quarterback going forward – next year and beyond things are going to get really cool on the line when they're actually given the shot to make it, you know,
0: absolutely having, you know, this consistent performance from him, you know, essentially means we have a franchise left tackle, which is one of, you know, top three most important positions to have on a team. Um, So yeah, you know, goodbye him need, need some help, you know, bredesen took over fully this this week instead of um azudu right azudu that's what he said. yeah you know, I, I think and that and, was um,
1: that was because of veteran presence more than anything else like that was like let's yeah. not let's not screw around with the rotation
0: yeah and, and another thing about andrew thomas and somehow you know the bet arguably the best defensive player in the, in the league in, in micah parsons um affected the job. game he affected the game but he could have affected it <laughs> a lot worse so to and speak and
1: there were some plays i saw some of the the uh the film after the fact he got some pancakes on him
0: yeah put him yeah. on the ground i mean it's it's an amazing feat to to give to keep him as quiet as he was yeah um absolute menace still putting pressure you know that that's a big reason why daniel jones was was running for his life but what do you what do you really expect? There, there's there's no answer to that, man. Um, and
1: I, I, not to to go away from from the line at all. Uh, we don't even have to go individual play in the interior. The interior it was it was dreadful from left guard on, um, with you know some very good and decent help from Bellinger on, on the end there when he could, and he's he's a a, a running uh run blocking tight end first more than he is a- anything else which is great because he'll only develop his his receiving but you know going to to daniel a little bit and uh, the biggest point of conversation in the last two days of course because you, you peruse twitter and you, you look on the internet it's it's just a constant barrage of arguments in the giants fan base and and the nfl in general uh by and large it seems that everybody wants to have a uh an opinion about this guy. Uh, It doesn't even matter what team you root for. And the latest is, uh, and you, you saw it yourself. I mean, I had a little bit of an interaction with uh, uh, some moron on, on Twitter. Um, It seems that there are, it's just such a dividing line. Like people want to pump this kid up when he has a, how do I put this correctly? An above Unremarkable? Average, what? Unremarkable? Well, no, because I didn't want to say that. An above-average effort game with below-average statistics when everybody sucks who's on the field. That is not something to commend. And if anybody says oh, you know, you're bashing the wrong guy. It's not Saquon and, and Daniel Jones. They were the most high-effort people, and they were the reason we were still in it. Well, guess what? A loss is a loss, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. He, there were plays where and it was figured out right then and there, and after I, I got home and was reading stuff, I, I saw the same thing echoed from a lot of people. What's been figured out about this kid up until this point, what he is lacking more than anything else in his skill set, is the lack of awareness. His awareness is garbage. It is trash. absolute trash. You're 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 out you're out there. You know your line is garbage. You know it. There's gonna be guys coming from right and left. You don't see any of those five sacks coming, you big moron. Take a look around with your Duke eyes, man. You got a smart brain in there. Someone's gonna come put you on your ass. What are you doing? Step up in the pocket, throw the ball away, stop being a friggin' idiot. Try it
0: how many how many you know second and 20s were there in this game where we lost we just took deep sacks just just kept dropping back dropping back well i it's way too many but i know what's going on in the kid's head he doesn't want
1: to throw another interception so he doesn't even bother throwing it away that's the problem he doesn't even know where to throw it when to throw it away so he'd rather take the sack which kind of just goes against everything that you're supposed to do.
0: Yeah. I was I watching. Think, yeah, go ahead. I was watching Aaron Rodgers. you know, also a, a looney tune, but he, one of the things he's best at is throwing it away. He just uses that cannon arm, throws it and it's somewhere in the vicinity of a player, but way out of bounds. And and just doesn't take those sacks for 10 yard losses repeatedly over and over again. He also has an awful offensive line. Right now. You and know? not to
1: mention the ability to know when to move up in whatever pocket well, you have in front of I mean,
0: he's genius level at at that. But yeah, you know, that's a distinguishing thing. Like, you know, you know, game management. Like if he's not if Daniel Jones isn't gonna be, you know, a, a guy that elevates players around him, he's gotta manage the game. And if managing the game is not taking repeated, you know, sacks for for huge losses or or, or, or not having the ability to recognize that the play is dead and, and throw it away, um, it's. And, uh, we we say it every week, right? It's it. There's something that is it. He's not building upon anything. He's not taking steps forward week in and week out. The offensive line isn't any worse right now than it's been the past three years. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdown, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw down one stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day, all season long. Now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. And use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place the $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
1: And the biggest shame of it is
0: there were maybe, I don't know,
1: uh, five to seven throws that he had Monday night that were incredible. There was one where I saw the view from behind. I guess it was one of, the, um, one of the cameras that are on the strings behind the play, and it was right behind him. And he was able, as he was getting hit, throw it as he was moving to his left towards the right sideline. I think it was one of the Richie James catches. And it was like, for a lack of better words, on, on par in, a, in a, short, a shorter yardage kind of situation example, but on par with Eli to Manningham's throw in terms of out of bounds, but right where only Richie James can get it. And it was like, holy crap, this kid could do this, but he's not putting all of the other pieces together to, to allow him to do it on a consistent level. And I'm not going to bash him forever, but I want to bash the fans out there that are just so unshakable in their support for him. I get it. It's her team. You want to support your quarterback. He is your quarterback, to quote T.O. But it's okay to call out his flaws and still realize a loss is a loss, and he did not win this game for us.
0: Right. Right. There was yeah. There were certainly some laser passes in there, which were great, but they're, they're few and far between. So, yeah, he has the ability to do it, but that doesn't mean he's going to do it even in the right circumstance. I haven't seen that kind of consistency yet. You know what? What is I don't even know the saying with a butcher, but it's like even a blind dog will get a bone from time to time. Yeah, you know, like yeah, he's big and and relatively strong, and he he can throw. I wouldn't say he can throw deep, but he can throw put stuff on a line in in the yeah. mid mid range for sure. But he's never you know putting it all together in the same play or rarely does. Um, so I don't know. I don't want it to to be the dead horse. Um, I think everyone that listens to this pod knows where not too enthused you know we'll we'll take good games from him and and yeah. we'll appreciate it but at the end of the day this is not the quarterback of the future i think the the coaching staff knows that i think the front office knows that um they're going to give him every opportunity to succeed this year but um i th- i think you know this this is probably the last we'll be seeing of daniel jones
1: um i i think i was just thinking about how like the progression of the season's going to go and I have a feeling that, regardless wins or losses, I think we're. And if he stays healthy, he'll start until the season's over. Because I think that the coaching staff wants enough. I mean, I know they've seen enough film from. They want to lose
0: enough to get a high pick. Well, they want to. They want to
1: see. I think this is just an um, an assessment period. I know they have film on him from the last couple of years. But yeah. this is in the system that Dable brought in and Kafka brought in. Mm. And they want to see as much film of him in that system. Yeah. And if he stays healthy, he's going to continue to play. We might see Tyrod play here and there. Yeah. Um, but I think he will only play if, if if Daniel gets hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's not I – mean, we're not going to win the Super Bowl if Tyrod starts playing. No. Um, but I guess – well, let's segue a bit. And I wanted to bring up this this thought that that, uh, that I had and, and someone uh, I saw on, on – uh, some various shows, but um one of the bright spots we we'll all agree is uh the old Saquon's back, right? We got yeah. old Saquon. Yeah. Um he's playing great. He's playing as good as any running back in the NFL right now. Um just looks like him's old self showcasing the skills. I saw him put a few chip blocks in there, something he's never done before, um, that were really helpful and and you know bought Daniel Jones some extra time. Yeah. Uh that being said you know, this this is the year to trade him, right? Do you think a mid-year trade for Saquon to a contender could happen that will net the Giants? A, do you think they would do it? B, do you think um, they can get a draft pick, you know, a second round or third round for him? Um, and, you know, what I'll say is, you know, if you don't do it and you don't re-sign him, you might get a competition. Comp- comp- compensated compensatory compensatory, yeah. compensatory that's definitely not Um <laughs> uh, compository compository i don't know ah, tomato no tomato yeah uh you might get a pick maybe a third round pick depends on who else you pick up in free agency um or you can ensure that draft equity that we'll probably need if we want to make a leap to get a quarterback um i think this is a best case scenario for the people that believe in trading saquon um have you given that any thought where, where do you stand on that right now and what do you think might happen?
1: Uh, well, it's funny you asked this question because not just an hour before jumping on, I, I was, uh, I saw something else on, on, on Twitter where.
0: Compository.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. that that's right. Um, I forget what show it was it was, I think it was NFL live or, or, or ESPN or, or I don't know what the hell it was, but, um, might have been CBS, actually, because Boomer Siason was on with someone, and uh, he mentioned that he wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised that by the trade window closing, that he would see the Giants trade Saquon to the Bills. For so many reasons, does that make a ton of sense? Bills are a contender. They're going to continue to be a contender, regardless of, of you know, the Dolphins game over the weekend. I think that was just a a bump in the road for them. But um, given the the relationship that obviously Shane and Dable have with their former employers, it does not seem out of the question for something like that to happen. I yeah. think Saquon would probably not want to go to Buffalo just for the fact that um, it's Buffalo. Yeah. Not not because of the, the winning team. Don't make that face. I think a player like that doesn't want to go to that city. But that's like a Marshawn Lynch situation. But that, it's besides the
0: point. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, I, I think that that is the – it stares me in the face as the obvious one. I don't know where else uh, would make sense or who – I mean, I guess someone like the Chiefs would go for
0: it. I don't think Chiefs value running back enough. Maybe the Rams. Uh, yeah, maybe the Rams. You know, there, there's 49ers. Um, mm-hmm. That would make 49ers a really interesting team. Uh, sure would, actually. There, I think there, I think there are places. Probably in the AFC, the Ravens would be sick. Um, I don't think they would give up draft capital for no, the running back. Um, but a team like the Rams has been known to, you know, mortgage draft uh, equity for for the here and now. Do they um, even
1: have any at this point? I don't even think they have any draft picks. That pick. I don't. Know, they
0: might give you know, two thousand six draft picks, um, but. <laughs> Think about their team, right? Uh, they have Cooper Cup, uh, the ghost of of uh, what's Odell. his name? Well, not the ghost of Odell Robinson. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, you know, the number two wide, the number two receiver is Tyler Higby, and then they've got a uh, you know that Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson running back core that yeah. you know no one seems to know what's going on there. Um, I feel like McVeigh would know how to split. Saquon out wide, get absolute most out of him. Um, could be interesting. I think, it, I think there are certain places where he could land, where you could get, in the very least, a third-round pick for Saquon. Hmm. Um, he looks so good. He, he looks like a top three running back in the NFL it, right it, now. It,
1: it only helps us. It, this is only a positive in the fact that we know the brain that Shane has. There's no way at all this guy is going to re-sign this running back. There's no chance. No chance in a million years will it happen. If it does, uh, you know, I'm Nicky Mouse. Like, I I really can't. I can't picture that because of the glaring holes on so many other positions on this team. It would be foolish to go that route. So I think him playing as well as he is right now is just showcasing his skills. And, you know, I don't really – I'm not holding my – uh, my breath on the trade happening. I could easily see him just going out through the rest of the season and then and maybe something in the off season happening or prior yeah. to next year's draft. I don't know,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see both things happening when you think about Joe Shane and you know where he comes from and what he's been doing. It would seem like this is something he'd very much pursue um and you know from our vantage point should if he did actually do it. I think there would be a party in and our boy um twenty twenty twenty. When well not twenty what do we call it? what's Will's handle? Um 2027 um, uh, twenty
1: seven.
0: Twenty seven? Twenty seven? Anyway, yeah something like that. Our 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 buddy Will would, you know, probably change his life, join a monastery or something at that point. Uh yeah, I don't know what he would do if, if they traded Saquon for viable draft equity. Um he is hated I, by
1: so many people on, on Twitter. It's hilarious. I love it, man. Yeah.
0: I, I love the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I think he, he's fighting a good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I would get a Joe Shane jersey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: what number? 69? I promise you uh, I'd get a Joe Shane
0: jersey. I don't know. I'd write him a letter and ask him what, you know, I'd find out what number he wore in college or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, well, Let's find
0: out. Maybe see if I can find out. <laughs> keep, keep talking. So I think that, That'd be great. Uh, you want as much flexibility in this next draft. This team is very much rebuilding. Um, any team that doesn't have stability at quarterback is rebuilding, in my opinion, but especially when you have deficiencies in the offensive line. Um, like we do, you know, we're a couple years away, uh, to say the least. Uh before we wrap up, uh, I think we just mentioned some more of the injuries that occurred. Um, G.I. Ward, Cordell Flot, Wandale, and Tony are still not practicing. Probably not going to play this week. Um, and, and Leonard Williams is is not practicing still. He's still injured. Uh, probably be out for another couple games. On a good side, Aaron Robinson uh, participated to a certain extent this week. It would be nice to get him back in the secondary, free some of those guys up, yeah. especially without Flott uh, in, the, in the lineup this week most likely. Um, and then we're looking forward to to next week for what is likely to be one of the ugliest football games anyone's ever seen with uh, the Giants taking on the Bears. Um, a team that seems to have no identity offensively Um, defense is fairly stout. Um, But if, if they come out of this game, you know, winning 16 to 12, it's going to be hard to get pumped up for for, for anything else to come down.
1: Well, there's only one thing you really need to get pumped up about more than anything else. And that's wearing the, uh, the throwback home uniforms this upcoming week so the, the oh navy, nice na- navy blue helmet uh royal blue jersey white pants looking like so uh you know the end an- the antithesis of of this past week with the color rush uh, Yeah, but i with think the, the color rush helmet. looked
0: amazing with the oh old it helmet. looked great
1: no not antithesis yeah. in a bad way i'm just like the opposite um yeah i actually
0: would have the ba- the bears the bears also wore their their uh color rush or old school uniform yeah, this I love week that. which is I love one of the best yeah yeah, yeah. one of the best great um, Joe Shane was number
1: 12 at uh De- DePaul University or DePaul. however you pronounce it. Yeah. De- 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 P DePaul. A U W. I don't
0: know how to pronounce that. De- DePauw. DePaul. I hate it. DePaul to DePaul to bang a dang diggy diggy. yeah, I'll get a number 12, Joe Shane. And it won't say Shane, it'll say Joe Shane on the back. No, of course. Um, Full name. It'll actually say Giuseppe Shane. Uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I I've, I've been eating uh meatballs. Obviously. And uh, also potatoes to represent our friendship today. So meatballs oh, and potatoes. A meat and
1: potato kind of guy.
0: Yeah, but Italian meat. Yeah. Well. Wow. Um, this is an, a, a recipe from Napoli. Uh they use extra breadcrumbs. Uh sure. it's quite good. Anyway, um that's all I got. Do you have anything else you want to say before we leave our friends and the internet alone?
1: Um uh... I, I don't know i I, I think um, I think next week is a, is a game that is winnable it is it could be considered a bounce back game and a get right game a get right game and here's what's crazy regardless of the calamity and the the arguments and the spewing of hatred between giants fans all over the internet we win this upcoming weekend with three and one yeah unreal so, so. unreal that's cool. I'll, I'll take yeah. it when we were not supposed to win a, a damn game this year. So,
0: For sure. For sure. On that note, thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, DraftKings, uh, Raycon Headphones, and why not, Rust and Rise for keeping us dapper and fitted. Go buy some pants there. They're excellent. Um, I'm wearing I them right them. now, actually. Colin's wearing them. He's, he's got all the flexibility he needs. Um, on behalf of TJ, Colin and I love you, 143. Always and forever, go Joe Shane. Last action hero.